0: Her Podcast, a broadcast of the Arizona Chapter of Women in Insurance and Financial Services, the only financial services organization with programming for women
1: by women.
0: Welcome back to the Counting on Her Podcast. I am your host, Kelly. In today's episode, we are chatting with Destiny Cover. Destiny currently works as an insurance agent with Mutual Omaha for over a year now so we'll be talking about her first year in and how it's been so destiny tell our listeners how you got into the insurance business and why did you ultimately want to join
1: So I will say it's kind of a long story. I want to hear it. Yeah. yeah, I I wasn't happy in my old job. The career I had, I wanted more flexibility, but I wanted set time frame, if that makes sense. like I wanted to know, okay, I have Monday through Friday, but if something comes up during like the nine to five, I can leave and go be where I need to be. And that's something I couldn't do at my old job. And so I talked it over with my husband. We talked and talked and talked about it because I was just unhappy to the point, like, in the morning, I just didn't want to go. Like, I hated it. And one day he's like, why don't you quit? Why don't you do something different? And yeah. so I decided to take a career aptitude test. And one of the things was financial planner. And so from there, like it sounded interesting to me, something that I wanted to do. So I decided to quit my job and I went back to school. Awesome. <laughs> and so that's kind of how I got into the financial world. I did my degree in finance and everything like that. And then I knew I wanted to be something in financial, but there's so many routes you can go. There's so many <laughs> different things you can do in in finance and so I never wanted to help people, I just wasn't sure what exactly. That was until this was still my first year in college, almost going into my second year. August of 2020, my mother-in-law, she died really unexpectedly. Like we got a call that she collapsed at work. And then that night, like she was gone.
0: God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for you and your husband's loss.
1: It was really hard. It's something that we kind of had to like scramble with. We didn't know what she wanted. We didn't know really like anything about her financial situation. And it was just like a whirlwind of like a couple weeks weeks like we didn't actually feel everything settle down until we finally had like her celebration of life and then we're right. like oh, we can finally breathe yeah. and I don't want to say that we got lucky because I mean no one's ever lucky losing a loved one but right. since she was like rather than being like my spouse or something like that she was my husband's mom so all the debt that she took wasn't ours to have all that stuff I and mean, we had to figure it out ourselves we had to figure out but she no longer had a house Ugh. she lived in an apartment at that point yeah. and so we still had to figure all that stuff out. But it made me realize so many people don't have anything in place, didn't even have life insurance. And so spouses and children are forced to take care of that of a family member. And if my husband was still living with her and he was a young kid, like he wouldn't know what to do. Know where to go. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so I want to help make sure no one has to deal with that. Our situation was a little bit better from our perspective, even though we didn't have to scramble of like, okay, how am I supposed to pay for this now that I lost my partner, my other earner? Thank you for sharing your story. I know that must have been really, really hard. But especially
0: being in the insurance business, I think when you meet with clients and they see that passion, you have that story to tell. They're not going to think that you're just trying to sell them next product. They see the importance of the products and services because you wish you had done that. Um,
1: I mean, no one expects to not wake up tomorrow or collapse or no one expects not to be here. And it's until you're not that you realize, oh, we should have planned. And better. And right. So, yeah. When I meet with people and there's been so many phone calls I've had that I've called people that are in their 20s like I am and they're like, oh, well, I'm healthy. I don't need this now. And I'm like, that's why you need it. Yeah. Like, right. Because when you're not healthy or you're like, oh, I should get this. You most likely can't.
0: Right. Yeah. It's better to start when you're early than wait until it's a little too late. Right. So yeah. and now a word from our sponsor. The Counting on Her podcast is brought to you by the Arizona Leadership Foundation. The Arizona Leadership Foundation proudly provides scholarship assistance to private schools and disabled and displaced schools throughout Arizona with no preference to religious or political affiliation. We believe parents should have a choice when it comes to the education of their children. To learn more, please visit
1: ArizonaLeader.org.
0: You're with Mutual Omaha. How has the onboarding experience been?
1: The onboarding experience is good. When I first graduated, when I was towards my last class, I started looking into applying at jobs. I went on LinkedIn and applied for a bunch of different jobs. And I had a bunch of different interviews. Weirdly enough, it seemed to all come back to this one employer. They were the first person I interviewed with. It was like Transamerica. Oh. <laughs> and then they were talking about how, oh, you do this. You're kind of on your own. It's all work from home. And it, it seemed like, OK, I don't know how to do this and no one's really telling me how to do this right. and so I had other interviews but every time I talked to someone they're like oh yeah we're affiliated with transamerica it was like something financial and they're like oh yeah with transamerica and this happened for like six different interviews wow. and I'm like oh my goodness so they
0: just must have different dbas
1: around the, the yeah valley. so I was like geez okay and then finally I remember playing like mutual of Omaha I don't remember if it was LinkedIn or a recruiter or something and then I get a call and I go through this zoom meeting and the person. I'd talked to Louie. He's now our only sales director in our Southwest Division office and I remember he was passionate and people were coming in and asking questions but I know he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. He talked about how they were a family and people walked by and they waved and it was actual office. It felt
0: like it was, you know, an actual culture Yeah, there was culture in the office. Yeah,
1: and the way he talked about how like, oh, you know, this is a team here. We help everyone out. It sounded good. Like I knew that I wasn't going to be doing it alone and then once I actually went through onboarding and I launched, there was so many people there that wanted you to succeed and you felt that. Whether you were struggling or not, they would help you. I remember when I first started like I had a weekly meeting with a female higher up at Mutual Omaha. Sure. and her and I would just meet weekly and go over what I was doing. She would give me like words of encouragement and she's like, oh, you can do this and stuff like that. Kind of like a mentor and it was just... That's amazing. Yeah, it was really awesome because you felt like okay, it's not just me. I have all these people and they want me to, to succeed Yeah. Even now, like they really want you to succeed and they have new programs coming in to help new advisors succeed. So it's really awesome to see. That's really, really awesome because I know onboarding and
0: culture is very, very important, not only in the finance industry, but just any industry out there. So it's really nice to feel like you're part of something rather than just being another number out there. So no, that's really, really great. And so, you know, we talked about a little bit about mentorship, you know, and how it's huge in any industry, but especially the insurance and financial services industry. Did you go through any mentorship program? Do you have any mentors or partners? And if so, how have they helped you in your first year in?
1: So starting out with Mutual Omaha, there's different like achievements. You have bronze. It's when you get like 25 apps and you get like bonus and there's like silver, gold, platinum, whatever. And so... When I was going for bronze, we have a mentorship just like in the office. There's two advisors. And so the advisor that I was mentoring with, like he would have me come into his office. We would meet maybe like once a week and we would talk about what I was working on. And he'd also have meetings with clients and he would kind of go over them a little bit. And he'd be like, this is what I'm doing for this client. This is kind of how I've built their plan. And I right. kind of took that advice. And when I would do my own presentations, I would kind of use his outline because it was like he built it from scratch. And it It was really impressive. One thing that he always talked about is how, like, when he was presenting and he sent them home with stuff, he made sure to kind of write a novel for them. So his recommendations, like, they could read back and know exactly what he was talking about so that they could make the proper decision. And I know I felt like that was really important. Yeah. just like you're talking to someone, you want them to be like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like, yeah, we should do this. And so I thought that was really important. And then now I started working with two of our senior advisors in the office. They're two of our top advisors and we all kind of work together building our business. Like they have all these clients and I help manage that, but I also can bring in clients of my own and we work on them together and we build this business together. And so that's one thing that we've been working on. And then the next step that we're doing is and C because we kind of want to oh, cool. be a one-stop shop. Yeah, we want to be able to help our clients like in more than just one way. We don't want them to have to call 30 different people <laughs> when they have to deal with something. <laughs> and so it's kind of nice to have just one person to call and that's what we want to be for them. Yeah. And so that's kind of the next step that we're going with.
0: No, that's amazing. And you know, I think especially in this space, teaming is so important and has helped a lot of younger advisors and being the one-stop shop. That's amazing because yeah. I know some people have, you know, a financial advisor a life insurance agent a PNC agent and it's great that you guys are being that jack and Jill of all trades so. yeah so to wrap it all up you know for young women who want to get into the business can you share with them some advice or takeaways
1: one advice that I will say is the business can be really daunting and the first few years are always hard but I feel like we all kind of have an idea of this is what I want to be and I have to stick to it it's okay to kind of pivot a little bit like if something's not working, it's okay not to be rigid and have to stick with it because then you're stuck with something you're not happy with. It's okay to move the goal. Sure. Like change it a little bit so it fits better to what you want because going in like we all have an idea of what we want but that doesn't always actually happen and it's okay (laughs) to let go a little bit of that and kind (laughs) of embrace the change. Sure.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. I think, you know, career change, you know, you can do it whether you're young or even when you're, you know, tenured in the business. So that's awesome. Uh, Well, Destiny, last question I have right now, you know, where can people find you?
1: Um, Well, I'm on LinkedIn, just my name, Destiny Culver. And then I'm on Instagram, which is Destiny underscore Shea, like the street S-H-E-A four. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, same name. Um, I mainly post on Instagram. Instagram now. I feel like being in my, well, not earliest anymore, my late 20s now,
0: it's mainly what I post on, so. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you so much, Destiny, for being here and sharing your journey with us, and thank you to our listeners. Yeah. Thanks for having me. The Counting on Her Podcast is a service of WIFS Phoenix, attracting, developing, and advancing women in the financial services industry. For more information, please visit us at WIFSPHX.com. Thank you for listening.